Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome in to Starting Nine on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. Got a special guest today, my co-host on Five on the Floor, Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Before we get to today's topic... I want to talk to you about my sponsors. We've got All Pro Construction Builders. My friend Danny woke me up with a text at 7.45 this morning. Good to hear from you, Danny. Here's the thing. You should wake him up with a text or a call because we know that storms are always around the corner in South Florida. Get those storm windows. Get those storm doors. Don't screw around with this. We know the name storms are coming starting in August. So reach out to All Pro Construction Builders. They're based in Dade County, but they can service Monroe and Broward counties as well. They use quality products, locally made products. Quality is their specialty. They can also do the renovations on your property as well. So reach out to a fully licensed building contractor. It's 305-484-4429, 305-484-4429, allproconstructionbuilders.com or allproconstructionbuilders on Instagram. And our friend Danny, he's a huge Miami Heat fan. Also, another huge Miami Heat fan, our guy Mark Delacruz. You can find him at You Break Wheel Fix. That's YouBreakWheelFix.com. There's the phone number, 305-748-0112. Your complete wheel solution. They do everything there. They do the refinishing. They do the repairs. We know, again, speaking of South Florida, the roads aren't so great down here. So reach out to YouBreakWheelFix.com. Get them done. Mention five reasons. You get a discount on your overall order. Same applies for all pro construction builders, by the way. And you get a free estimate here as well. So reach out to Mark. Great dude. They're in North Miami. They'll take care of everything for you. And if you want the fancy stuff, get the heat colors. Get the heat colors. You can do that uh, on your wheels at ubreakwheelfix.com. Again, it's 305-748-0112. And that's a U, the letter U, at the start. All right, let's get to it. And first, a quick recap of last night, but I know that you did a lot of this on podcasts. I listened on my way home at about 1.30 in the morning. Uh, Miami Heat are now up 3-0, 3-0 in their Eastern Conference Finals. We repeat, they are up 3-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. ESPN Analytics still does not have them winning this series, however. In fact, once the series is over, they will still have the Celtics with a chance to win the series <laughs> I, I, I put this on our off-the-floor feed last night, Greg. I was in the locker room, and for those who don't understand kind of how this works during the playoffs, we do get a credential to the locker room itself. Actually, Alex had one as well last night. Um, but they don't want too many people in the locker room. So what they're doing is they're bringing the players out, and, of course, they do this for NBA TV and everything. 
So Jimmy didn't end up speaking last night from what I, I uh, he didn't speak in the locker room. We kind of knew that we came in, but Bam's in the locker room, but he's not really doing interviews because he's being brought out. So it's made clear, okay, Bam, Gabe, Caleb, they're going to be in the interview room. So basically pretty much leave them alone in terms of the cameras in here, right? But, you know, I don't leave anybody alone. So I'm standing next to Bam and I just... <laughs> I, I guess you guys are not at 3% anymore. And he says, nah, maybe next time we'll be at 10% uh, to win the series. <laughs> and then Kyle, here's the conversation, because we were talking to Kyle in the locker room because he wasn't going out to the podium. It's so everybody was waiting on Kyle. And Kyle goes, Kyle goes, no, maybe we'll be at 22% this time. And they both at the same time pretty much said, we like it like this. Um, and they do like it like this. And we've talked about this since the beginning of the postseason. Eric Spolscher likes it like this. He's now about to get his second coach fired in the postseason, and it seems like Tibbs is on the edge. The only guy he's not going to get is the guy that he faces in the finals. That guy's not getting fired, Mike Malone. But he's got. it looks like he's going to get two out of three. So I, I just your quick thoughts on where they are before we go forward to the topic of the day, which is Tyler Hero. I can't believe where they are, and it's so exciting, and it's completely flipped the script on what it, what I was calling – one of the more disappointing seasons in Miami Heat history from a fan perspective. Um, and just, I guess, expectations alone uh, made it a disappointing year and it has completely changed. Now it's one of the most incredible seasons that the Heat have ever had. And just the, that variance is still hard to reconcile. And I'm still trying to figure out how to even quantify it. You hear us on the post game shows and we're like, we don't really understand how this is happening, but we're going to continue to talk about it. I'm just elated that it's happened this way. It's um, taught me why they always try to play to win because like things like this can happen. And so um, I, I just think it's great for the city that the Panthers and the Heat are both uh, giving everyone something to root for, you know, a deep runs by both teams is just awesome. Yeah, I do want to mention the Panthers here before we go forward because my original thought of this episode was to combine the two of them. We'll do more Panthers as we go forward. Everybody should check out uh, Alex Baumgartner's article about how the stars have come out for the Panthers. The thing I like about it the best uh, with the Heat and the Panthers right now, other than the fact that the league's finally got it right and scheduled them on opposite days, which has been terrific, is that when the Heat had a run would have a run like this in the past, like it would overshadow everything else. Like I, there, there could be a concern that like, Nobody would pay attention to the Panthers. It's actually the opposite. The Heat are kind of dragging the Panthers into the spotlight right now. It's like the off day thing for Heat fans. And I, you know, I put up a thread yesterday, and eventually I will get to this stuff starting five. Just, you know, those who are mostly Heat and Dolphin fans in this town, and are they getting caught up in the Panther run? And it's an amazing threat. Yeah, it's just an amazing threat. Like it's just it's everybody talking about how they gotta learn the rules and icing and offsides and and it. But that right, completely caught up. And now for me, it's a little different because I grew up in Long Island as a kid, and my number one team was the Islanders. Like I grew up during their Stanley Cup runs; they won four straight. And then all of those guys, when they were retired and old men, ended up working for the Panthers. Bill Torrey ran the Panthers. Uh, Dennis Popkin was broadcaster for the Panthers. The Sutter brothers, everybody was well. One of the Sutters was here. And all of them were were here. So for me, it's like, okay, hockey is like a natural thing for me. And it's like, I'm just excited that everybody's into it, like in a real way. Like, it's not like a fair weather way. It's like in a, people are getting and, – and, and the parallels between the two teams, before we get to the hero topic here today, are just crazy. I mean, it's not just that they were both eight seeds, okay? The Heat literally clinched on the last possible day that they could. 
okay, against the Bulls. The Panthers clinched in the second to last game of the regular season. Season, yeah. Okay. They both ended up eight seeds when they could have been seven seeds. The Panthers blew their last game, which pushed them to eight, which forced them to play Boston, the best team in regular season history. And the Heat dropped from seven to eight in the play-in to face the, the Bucks, which was a team we all said they really shouldn't want to play. Beyond that, the two stars are like mirror images of each other. They're both cocky as hell. They don't care what you think, and they're both incredible in the clutch. Nobody's had more overtime playoff goals in NHL history than Matthew Kachuk, and Jimmy Butler is doing clutch things that no one – we haven't seen anybody do since, like, Michael, Kobe, Dwayne, etc. Um, and so you have that. And then you have these redemption stories. Bobrovsky – even during the Boston series, I took my daughter to that game, and they're chanting 10 million. Panther fans are chanting that at him because his contract was such a disaster, you couldn't unload it. And then on the Heat side, you've got Lowry and Duncan Robinson, two guys that we spent the whole season trading. And you've got Lowry playing a huge role in this postseason. And Duncan, which we're going to talk about in a second, has been tremendous when he's got the minutes. And then there's the other one, which is the two really likable stars on the two teams, Barkoff and Bam both of whom have gotten been accused of being sort of not real alpha personalities, don't come through, don't perform in the playoffs like they do in the regular season. Both are great defensively in addition to offensively. Both you have to watch every day to kind of appreciate. This is and eerie. They're both, right, and they're both coming through, bam. And it's just, it, I, I don't know. It's just, it's an absolutely insane story. And it, it goes beyond uh, just that they were both eight seeds. It's just that they're, they're literally the same team. Like and and it's uh, well, you can you can even argue the Panthers might even have more star power, but they're literally the same team. So it's just been tremendous, and and I, I recommend everybody check out that thread. But let's pivot to this topic because we do want to do a little basketball here. I'm going to be talking to Israel Gutierrez today. Um, we're going to do some stuff on his podcast, uh, Four Years of Heat, but also we're Izzy and I'll end up riffing about this series for sure. Um, but the hero thing, let's let's talk about it because. We're at that point. We appreciate that, Will. Uh, we're we're at that point now. Like, we don't know exactly when he's coming back, okay? Uh, but you and I both heard he's ahead of schedule medically. Nothing's really changed in that regard. Originally, when they looked at when we looked at the timeline from when he had surgery, it looked like he could return kind of first week of June, okay? Maybe a little, or <clears throat> so. All right, the finals. As far as I know, they're not getting moved up, even if the two teams both sweep. The, the Nuggets and the Heat. I have to check on that today, but I don't believe there's a move update. No, so, June 1st. June 1st. Okay, so good. I can book my flight. I've already booked my hotel. So I'm, I don't want Heat fans to get upset at me about that, but the hotel had no. to be booked. It's a prudent um, move. <laughs> maybe I'll book it to LA. When I was LA, the Heat would actually host that series. Um, but when you look at where he is now, okay, I had heard during these Travers finals, somebody not high, high level, but somebody with the Heat said, don't expect him. Just don't expect him. Like, even if he's medically ahead of schedule, don't expect him this series. And there is a bit of a perception, and I think this is somewhat unfair to Tyler, because he did try to come back last year during the playoffs when he wasn't 100%. But there have been some, over time, in the Heat organization have said to me, Tyler will come back when he feels 100% ready. That there, there are guys who will just push their way through it no matter what, no matter how they're going to perform, and there are other guys who will be a little more careful with that. I've been told over the years Tyler's one who might be a little bit more careful with that, okay? And again, that's not pejorative. That's just what I've been told. Could be true, not true. Uh, So I guess the question is this. Let's say he's medically cleared in a week. 
then what do you do? So few few things that I, I think are, uh, I mentioned the word prudent. I'll use it again. Prudent to us for for us to mention as we start off here on Friday. I was told he's doing a little bit of dribbling and shooting, a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's doing full workouts without a basketball, which I think is a is a huge thing in order for him to just keep his wind. Uh, the Heat are keeping the attention on the team. So you're not hearing much about this kind of stuff. I think TNT got a nugget out that we, you know, we've been kind of feeding things on off the floor. I suggest everyone subscribe. Mm-hmm. But it's a situation where on Friday I was told in the next 10 to 12 days he could probably play if absolutely necessary. They're going to get a break likely here, let's hope. Knock on wood. And um, I think they got to be really careful how they do this. One, because – you don't want to mess up a great thing. And this team has figured out a continent, a connected continuity and they're playing well. And so you have to be careful with inserting a new player into that mix, but also I'm going to be dead ass honest. I think that like, you don't want to do a disservice to one of your best young players to put the target on his back, because I think some of the regular season was blamed on the switch. Like they looked at the team fans did. And it was the exact same team, but Tyler was starting instead of coming off the bench. So some people said that was a move that was a regression for the team. And yeah. I would just hate for him to come back in a finals, the heat come up short, and then the the blame and burden fall on him. So I think they should ease him back in. He should absolutely come off the bench. And you see how he looks. And if he looks good, you've got another shooter scorer in the arsenal. Otherwise, you keep what's going. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
First thing, I appreciate all the comments that come in here. So uh, we do appreciate the support for sure. We're up to 13 nationally in all basketball podcasts as of this morning. Um, that includes all the big ones, the Draymond one, uh, Paul P- uh, Paul George. We're actually the number one local podcast. We're ahead of Shaq. We're ahead of Shaq. So we, we do appreciate that. I did not mention that to Shaq when I walked by him last night. Um, Good choice. My, my memories of Shaq are mostly during his playoff runs. I usually was having knee surgery of some kind, and he would take my crutches and go down the hall on them. And uh, crutches not really usable again after Shaq has them essentially uh, up to his <laughs> knees. Uh, so um, I'm with you on all of that. Uh, and and I, I think it has been unfair to Tyler uh, that that has been the narrative. Um, but it's not just the narrative with fans. It was the narrative with some inside the team um, about the starting lineup change. And it, it's one of those weird things that it's, it wasn't Tyler's fault. And it's not like Tyler underperformed. He didn't. Uh, his We've talked about uh, the, the stats per 36 minutes, the shooting, uh, some improvement on defense, um, so, an improvement certainly in his reads in terms of his ball handling, his playmaking. Like, he did not disappoint this year. That, that's an unfair characterization of him. Agree. It's, it's just that from a fit perspective – it didn't seem to look right. It was more eye tests than anything else. It, it looked like, again, when he was out there with Jimmy and Bam together, and especially with Kyle, too, there's just too many chefs in the kitchen at a certain point. Like, some lineups are better when you kind of know this is where the ball is going to go. And we talked about it, like, when Tyler got hurt. Like, where is the usage going to go for this team? Well, it all went to Jimmy. Like, I, Jimmy just took the usage. Like, he went from – and it's been less the past couple games, but – at a certain point, he had gone from 24% usage rate in the regular season to over 33% in the playoffs. Most of that he took was Tyler's. It was yeah. Tyler not being there anymore. And we also saw that Spolster kind of recognized this during the season and tried to, to get the uh, Tyler out there without Jimmy and with Bam more often, where there is definitely a comfort level. I do want to mention this. Spin for Life says, sorry if this was asked, is Kevin Love okay after last night? Saw him after the game last night, did not speak media but he was joking around he was actually uh joking around with chris riley back's wife after the game uh, in the tunnel um and he had a stim device on his calf uh but i heard he, he could have returned if they needed him if they needed him he seemed fine and he, I, I will say because i don't usually do the overhearing thing but i was walking by but he was essentially telling people he was fine so i think he's going to be fine so we did put that on off the floor first last night so if you're subscribed you found that out at about midnight but I, I just the thing about about this is it, it was again it was unfair in a characterization towards Tyler, okay, because um, he had a very good season, okay, and there's also this perception of Tyler, and maybe we play into this also, that because he he kind of lives a more sort of public lifestyle than a lot of other guys, and he, he puts a lot of his stuff on IG, and he seems to be living the good life for a 23 year old and all the rest of that, which more power to him on that that somehow he doesn't care about the work and about basketball. And that is just not true at all. So it's, wrong. Just, it's just not right. I mean, he's a total gym rat when it comes to these things. He still is. Okay. Even after the contract. So again, we want to, I want to be fair to him in that regard, but at the same time, I, I go back to, and maybe we'll have Stan Van Gundy on the podcast to talk about this. Okay. But I go back to Orlando finals uh, oh, against the Lakers. That's a great parallel. And and I and I, I go back to Jameer Nelson, yeah, who who Stan loved, okay. And uh, it's funny about Jameer Nelson. The backstory on that is what I had heard when the Heat could have drafted Jameer Nelson, but took Darrell Wright. Uh, they, they part of it was because they thought they were going younger. It was before they got Shaq, right? So mm-hmm. Darrell Wright was the was the 
higher upside prospect, or so we so they thought. Pat loved him, all the rest. And then so they didn't. They passed on Jameer, who would have been perfect for the team that they ended up building, which he was a four-year college player, right, from St. Joe's, who was totally ready to play in big games from the minute he came into the NBA, had that kind of heat toughness and all that kind of stuff. They weren't going to have to send him to the G League like they did with Darrell for a period of time. And, uh, and but it, they made the trade for Shaq, not knowing they were going to, before they didn't know they were going to make the trade for Shaq because the, because the, the draft was first and the whole thing got screwed up. But what I was told at the time was the guy who didn't like Jameer out of the draft was Stan. Uh-huh. He, thought, he, thought, he thought he was too small, uh, but then he ended up coaching him in Orlando and became one of Stan's favorite, favorite all-time players. Uh, but Stan made a mistake. I think he would readily admit that when he had that team with Orlando that – you know, Dwight Howard was wrecking people, um, and they had he had Richard and he had Hito Turkaloo, and they went to the finals, and he tried to force feed Jameer back into the lineup and rotation when Ray for Alston. I just I was going to say Skip. Skip had been playing really well as the starter, and it threw the whole thing off. In part because whenever a guy has been starting playing heavy minutes and then his minutes are cut, there's going to be a little bit of tension there. But beyond that, okay. It's just that Jameer was, wasn't really ready to contribute at that point uh, when he came back. And I think it's a big reason that they lost the series uh, against the Lakers, because I think that was a winnable series, and maybe Dwight has a championship then. So you've got to be careful with this stuff. You start to bring a guy back. You know, I, everybody jokes about Bill Simmons' Ewing theory, right, which is this idea you take a player out, and sometimes it's better for the team. You take a star out. Well, even go back to 99, okay? Mm-hmm. Even you go back to 99 – if you remember that, the Heat went, I'm mean, excuse me, the Knicks went on a run, which included beating the Heat in the first round, right, as an eight seed versus a one seed, which we keep referencing. But they did it in large part that run without Patrick. Yep. But then beat they Indiana sort of, without him. Beat with it. But then they tried to put him back in, and there was a, you know, Camby had established himself as kind of their primary big. They were playing a different way, they were running up and down the floor a lot more. Patrick was a high usage player. Tyler's a high usage player. He's not Patrick Ewing, but he's a high usage player. So it's more difficult to bring in a high usage player who you had built a lot of your offense around and then say, hey, just get what you get. Play off of other people. It's different to ask that of Duncan Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, even though I know they built a lot of their offense around Duncan before, but it's, one, different. That's, it's, it's been a long time, right? And so... So and and here that's the other thing to this, and that's why I'm coming around. I pulled this this morning. I said, "What do you do? Do you start him?" That's at like three percent right now. He fans don't want that. Then there's okay, you give him a big bench role to start with. I think it could get there, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's. And then it's okay, you work him on in off the bench. That's what I would do. And then there's the fourth option, which you don't play him at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's three, right? Agree. Listen, the Heat have played great teams, and if they close out Boston, knock on wood, uh, they will have knocked out Milwaukee and Boston, which are were conceptually in the same tier as Denver all year. Denver has a lot of horses. They got a lot of good guards. You need every bullet that you have in in your uh, in the chamber. You know what I mean, or however you want to make that uh, reference. I think Tyler Hero has a role. He could absolutely help 
add scoring punch off the bench. If he's shooting well, he can um, even be some level of just like a spacer in certain situations. It's different for Tyler, but I think him coming off the bench and them kind of ramping him up slowly uh, is the is the move. Anything else, I think you risk messing with something really great that's working great. Um, and here, but here's one other thing, Ethan, that I think we should acknowledge. If the Heat were to start a series against Denver and in game one look completely overmatched, mm-hmm. I think another thing that Spolster now has right. is another card that he can lean into that they don't know what the results of it will be. And I I would trust Spolstra to figure out something that would work. So I think also kind of feeling out the series may have something to do with how they handle Tyler also. And the other thing is that it is a little bit matchup dependent here in the sense that you mentioned Denver's got some good guards, but they got one really good guard in particular. Uh, it seems like all the good guards in the league are from one school <laughs> at this point. Another Kentucky guy. He's so uh, good. He, who's playing an extreme. Maybe he's a top five underrated player in the league to me, uh, particularly this time of year and Jamal Murray. And you, you, you have to be careful that your guy's not hunted. You, you just, and, and that's, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, Max has, has has been physical enough uh, that he has not been hunted. And that's been a real positive here. And, and the other thing is, and this is the last part of this before we go, I, you know, I just want to mention this. Duncan Robinson is giving him something right now. And and I and I and Duncan's the guy whose minutes would probably go away Can't when do Tyler Ty, right when Tyler comes back. Because if you look at the rest of it, I mean look, Gabe's playing a ton of minutes, but you don't really him and Lowry are gonna get their share. What you will probably see less of is the Lowry-Vincent lineups. Uh, you probably see less of that combination, which has been pretty good. Again, Denver's matchups are different. Um, that their their backcourt, you know, again they play Brown and and KCP, um, you know, as as kind of swing wings. Okay, both of whom defend, both of whom because I love Bruce Brown too. I, I honestly, I and this is going to irritate Heat fans. I really like Denver's team. Like I like all of it. I, I like, yeah, I like their coach. I like what they. I like except Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, I have some. I have some political reasons for that. Yeah. But yes, but 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 I I just I really like their team. I, I like the construction of the team. I like what they did. I it's going to be. That I I know the Jokic thing with Markeith Morris isn't even on team anymore for a couple years. It's going to be hard to hate the Nuggets. I I think they're a great story. I think they've been overlooked the whole year. They've been the best team in the West. Um, they deserve more roses than they've gotten. And so it's going to. This is different than the Boston situation, okay, or even Milwaukee or New York. Um, but just to close here, I, I do want to say this before we go because I tweeted this today. Duncan Robinson deserves enormous credit. I, I, it is it is to do what he's doing right now just as a human being is really hard. You've been told the entire year you're not worth the money you've been paid. You're an enormous mistake for the organization. We can't wait until you're traded. I'm not saying worst contract in the league. Worst contract in the league. Again, this is not team stuff. This is fan stuff, but he hears it. He knows what it is. He's getting inconsistent minutes. He gets no respect from the officials at all. So he's like, he's out there and he's gone. And right now he is running circles around the Boston Celtics. And it's Jalen Brown in particular. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just, it's not just running circles around the perimeter. The cuts, the movement without the ball to the basket and just the release valve that he's given them. And honestly, his defense has not been bad. They've hit him a little bit in the zone, but it's not, I, I just think he deserves, we've talked a lot about Kyle redeeming himself. I, I Duncan is, and, and to stay ready is different. James Jones used to get a lot of credit from this and much deserved. Okay. From the, from Spolstra knows staying ready and all the rest of this stuff when he wouldn't play for a long time. And then he'd come out and have five threes and all this, but 
Duncan's doing it in the Eastern Conference Finals, and nobody was sitting there saying James Jones was a mistake. Jones Jones was a terrible contract. He was getting paid a pretty meager sum. He was level, brought back yeah. on the minimum. Oh, yeah. that's you're right. You're right. Yeah. He, he was being brought. I mean, he, he got one contract, and then it was just minimum deals for JJ. This is different. Like what Duncan is doing deserves enormous credit. Now, different conversation in the offseason, trading the contract and all that stuff. But I mean, he's come through in the fourth, too. Like, he went into yesterday with 12 of 26 from three in the fourth quarter. He's not a negative asset. No, no. Their teams are going to look at that, and they're going to be like, we can actually find a role for this guy. Conversation going forward. But the fact fact that Kyle and Duncan have rehabbed a lot of their value during this playoff run is a good thing for the organization uh, going forward. All right, thanks to Greg for joining. Thanks to Manny Chang for producing. Um, we try not to go too long on these opening episodes. AllProConstructionBuilders.com, YouBreakWheelFix.com. We'll have plenty of content on the channel during the day. People ask, how do you support us? Okay, a couple different ways. Like us on the channel, obviously. Subscribe, tell people. Subscribe to Off the Floor. It's li- it's free for the first week. It's three bucks and five cents per month after that. 30 bucks for the year. And then also go to Prize Picks. Throw in some money, get some free money, use the code 5, F-I-V-E. That is our primary driver here at the 5 Reasons Sports Network. So you want us to be around here a long time? You want to make some money? Go to prizepicks.com. Just do not listen to me when I say Bam's going to go over three points in the first six minutes because he only got two. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 5 on the Floor on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.